2: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
3: Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam.
2: How fired up were you guys that Roethlisberger didn't get a storybook touchdown pass at the end of that game as a Chiefs fan?
3: Oh, I, I said it was a storybook ending. Just not all storybooks end with a happy ending. This was phenomenal. Watching him go out like this, especially for Kansas City Chiefs fans who've had it deal with the Steelers in the playoffs so often. We all, know, we all know about Eric Fisher, the hold. We all know about the, the field goal game, right, when the, they didn't score a touchdown. It's so satisfying watching him Get destroyed in his final game, especially because noted good dude, Big Ben, right? Like, this is just, as a football fan, I love this. By the way, this show tonight
2: uh, it's brought to you by Casey Beer Co., the Kansas City Beer Company, the largest independent brewery in Kansas City, which focuses on German-style brewing. As you can see, Vertram's rocking the hat. I got two of them right here. I couldn't decide which one to wear. Um, absolutely fantastic. I was drinking their pure pills earlier today during the first game. And God, thank goodness I was, because that was a crappy game. But we thank KC Beer Company for sponsoring the show. If you could give them a shout at KC Beer Co on Twitter, let them know that you heard them about their beer on the show. And if you've got some KC Beer Co, like if you've got some KC beer for the game, snap a picture and 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 send that to them and tag us and them. That would be really awesome. If anybody happens to have some on hand, we'd really appreciate it. Okay, let's. So uh, I wanted to also talk about obviously the second half. Not a ton happened. It was pretty much Chiefs just stomping on those guys. What would you guys think, though, of the uh, Travis Kelsey touchdown pass? Because I know, like, sometimes everybody freaks out when they get cute down on the goal line, but I guess that is a good time to run a play like that, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do it, like, they're up by so many points, like, that's when, yeah, I'm kind of like, okay, fine. If you want to do it. And I said, so so, well, Kelsey was a high school quarterback, I believe. He'd gunned that mother right in there. Yeah, I mean, he had the second-strongest arm in the field time. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. That ball, ball some zip. The first 20 minutes of the game, I – I can't express the amount of rage I had watching that game. Like, just, <laughs> like, oh my God, this is going to be like the worst game ever. All I could picture was tomorrow listening to, like, I'll tell you what, TJ Watt, Lawrence Taylor, you know, all that, which I mean, he's great. He had a great game. Yeah. But it's all I could see. And then, and then just, just an unloading. I mean, from then on, it was like, yeah, that's nice. Here it comes. And touchdown, touchdown. Six times in a row. And five of them are, like, really, like, legit drives. I mean, you know, they're the one off the turnover, but they were great. They were great. You couldn't have asked any more of them after after they got down 7 nothing. I like – and I know it sounds like a weird thing to say, but I like that they played, especially on offense, with a joy about them. Like, they – and I think that's when they're at their best. Like, they played like it was a high school game, having fun on homecoming. Like, they – Mahomes is running around, Kelsey's running around, Hill's doing that celebration, they're throwing it to Alec Like That's when that team is at its absolute best. And i got to tell you, that's going to be one hell of a football game on Sunday night. Yeah. That is going to be a great game.
2: Yeah, if you didn't see during the broadcast, the stage is set for next week. The Chiefs will play on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. will be the last game of the divisional round, uh, which is – which is good. I'm really glad that the Chiefs didn't have to play on Saturday and play the Bills on a short week. That would have sucked. The NFL has kind of messed things up with this Monday game. Somebody's going to get the short end of a straw and have to play on a short week, but it won't be the Chiefs, thank goodness. So the Bills will have technically one more day of rest, but it looked like in this game, everybody, I didn't see any injuries. It seemed like everybody came out reasonably healthy. You know, yep. There are things we don't see on the field. Guys get banged up and stuff, but I mean, if you're a Chiefs fan coming out of this game, which w- was a game that you knew the Chiefs should win and probably would win, and what you were hoping for was, please, God, don't let anything happen to Tyron Matthew. Don't let anything happen to Travis Kelsey and, of course, Patrick Mahomes. Looks like the Chiefs got out of there clean. Yep. That's friggin' fantastic, because now the real work begins. The Buffalo Bills are no joke. The, the Bengals are no joke. The Tennessee Titans are no joke. So if the Chiefs get back to the Super Bowl, they're damn sure going to earn it, and it starts next week. This is,
4: I know it's just, Kind of a bizarre stat because it's only been possible for the last two years because of the formatting. This is the first time in divisional round history that both the two teams seeing each other have each scored forty points in the round prior. Wow! Now, of course, again, I I almost threw that out and I didn't because I was like, well, normally, you know, back in the old format, whoever won a wild card weekend played a team that had a bye, you know, so that's kind of a distinction. But it just goes, it just goes to show how well these teams are playing. Buffalo smoked New England. Yep. Kansas City just housed Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh. Look, offensively they're absolutely awful. Defensively they're about average. Chiefs destroyed them. That game was a killing. And now you know what? Look, they did what they had to do. They won. Go home. Get a week of rest. And uh, you know they're they're gonna they're gonna be waiting for Buffalo. And Buffalo is gonna be waiting. I mean, it, th- that game. It's not the AFC Championship game because that'd be so disrespectful to the Titans and Bengals, who are, are both good teams. Yeah. But I gotta say that that game's gonna have the intensity of an AFC championship game. Yeah, those two teams are really good. They have a history. It's gonna be. I would be very surprised if it's not a great game.
3: I think it's gonna be a great game. Sterling, I just want to say Jarek McKinnon's season is in full McKinnon effect. Season, yeah, Jarek McKinnon had himself an absolute day. I also want to give a shout out to Nick Fucking Allegretti. Throwing T.J. Watt to the ground, scoring a big man touchdown as in the background, T.J. Watt flailing his arms, (laughs) fucking used car salesman looking ass, trying to get a little inflatable. (laughs) Oh, dude, I love T.J. Watt. Phenomenal player. But when you're that good, I absolutely hate when you're trying to just try and get some weak ass Charmin ultra soft call. I loved Allegretti just doing that. Awesome.
2: Had tip to Axon Jackson, our our resident Bills fan. Appreciate you, man. Uh, says the Bills are a joke. Please take us slightly. I don't want to see the offense I saw tonight. We do that in my fantasy football league. We all we we'll reach out to each other like really early in a, in a in a matchup and be like, oh, congratulations, man, you won the old reverse jinx. So I appreciate it. Thank you for the support. It's really awesome of you to have been coming back watching our streams. Uh, of, of a rival team and supporting the, the show. Um, appreciate yep. it. And you've got a great team in Buffalo. You should be super, super stoked because uh, those are going to be good for a long time. Josh Allen's a real deal. Oh, yeah.
4: This this is going to be, in my opinion, this is going to be the rivalry in the AFC for the next 12 years. And and, and I'm not discounting. I think Cincinnati's going to be involved. Yeah, for sure. I think I think the charges they could ever get a right around Herbert could be, but they're not where the air teams are yet. But the Chiefs and the Bills, great coaching staffs really smart front offices you know and I, I gotta say like after years and years and years in new england and indy and like, I, I love it it's all these franchises that haven't had like perennial like decade over decade success yep. and now it's just it's all these teams burrow's a great young quarterback mahomes obviously is amazing you've got you've got allen and buff like these teams you got real real quarterbacks it's good look yeah, you, sure, you'd love to be the one lone quarterback in the conference, right? But that's not reality. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. These are, that game next week, I'm amped up for it now. That's going to be a great game. Those are two really good – you know, it's not like one of these games you're like, oh, they're good, but they can't win the Super Bowl. I mean, those two teams are as good as it gets. Like, that is going to be a great, great – and whoever wins, you're going to know. Are you going to Tennessee or are you hosting it? Yeah. You know, you're gonna. You might have a game where if the Bengals win, the Chiefs and the Bills are both like we could host the AFC title game. Yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for that game. It's gonna be a really good football game.
2: Sterling, I asked it in the pregame show, and I want to ask you now, especially now that we know if the Chiefs are able to get by the Bills, what would you prefer? Because I think we all agree. Like I think we all think that the the Bengals are probably a more dangerous offense because of the quarterback, right? Like they have a really good running back, they have some really great wide receivers. I would put Burrow above Tannehill right now. Oh yeah. You know? But but so it's like, do you want to face maybe the better, slightly better offense at home at Arrowhead, or do you want to go on the road and take on the Titans? And no disrespect to the Titans, but the way they're playing right now, the way I see it, I I would I would rather not play the Bengals. But what about you, Sterling? What do you think?
3: Well, I don't give a shit. The Chiefs do this. They're gonna be anyone. I mean, let's be real here. Except if for the, the first quarter. Do this.
2: If they, if they, if they play oh, like this the in the first, first quarter, quarter sure. against Buffalo, they're going to be down 20 points.
3: Down 20 points. No, but my, my point is, I think what happened against the Bengals was give them all the credit. they they'd had the game plan and it worked. Do you truly believe that every single 50-50 ball will be caught by Jamar Chase? Do you, do you believe that? Because Shavarius Ward I was don't. in the right spot, the right time on all of those balls.
2: I don't, but it happened. It, this, it happened in this game a couple of times too. Uh, Charvarius Ward, man, he made some really good plays in this game, and he got beat on a couple of plays where he was in perfect position. But I do think if the Chiefs have one sort of weakness on defense, it is if these they seem to like come out on the wrong end of these 50-50 balls a lot, especially if they're dealing with bigger, uh, bigger-bodied physical receivers. So sure. that's one thing that scares me about this defense. Um, but you know what, the Titans have them too. Right, like the Titans have receivers like that too. So, and, 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 you know, when I when you put it that way, I, I'd maybe rather face Joe Mixon than Derrick Henry, if Derrick Henry's right.
3: I, I don't know. And again, AJ Brown, now that he's back, and Julio Jones has his first touchdown catch came in what was it, Week 18, final game of the season for the Titans. All season long. Think of that. Julio Jones, first touchdown. I get I get it. The Steelers, or the, um, the Titans, they have Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry healthy now, uh, and Ryan Tannehill's okay. But their defense just, to me, seems atrocious. Their offensive line isn't incredible. And then Ryan Tannehill, are you scared of Ryan Tannehill? I understand the Chiefs lost 27-3, to but does this team look like the same team that lost that early on in the season? No, this looks completely different. Again, it comes down to which Chiefs team is going to show up. If the team that showed up tonight against the Steelers comes, I don't care who they face.
2: Fair point.
4: I, uh, I, I'm I going against my own rule, which is my, the rule is always play the lesser quarterback. I, I would rather face Cincinnati because the Titans have been in the AFC championship game recently. They've been in these spots. And, you know, with Tannehill, The Titans have beaten the Chiefs two or three times they've played them. Now, the Chiefs won the most important game, of course, but I want the game at home. Like I I just think if you get out if you are at home at Arrowhead, listen, you could make an argument either way. Because Burrow's terrifying with all those receivers. But I just the Chiefs lost on a last second field goal of Cincinnati in a game where I think it's fair to say the officiating was questionable. Yeah. And the Chiefs made a million, a million mistakes. And yet They lost on the last second field goal. Like, I just feel like if the Chiefs play them again, they'll just, they'll handle them. I, 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 and it's not that I don't respect the Bengals. I respect the hell out of the Bengals, but I, I think I'd rather have the game at home. Like, I don't, I don't want to see what I think is the better defensive front seven, the more experienced coach, the more experienced team. And, you know, listen, we'll see what happens. They got to beat the Bills. That is going to be a challenge. That's going to be a real football game. That's,
2: that's a really good point, Matt. And, and really, we got to look at it like, I think the Bills are the second best team in the AFC. And so, this game coming up this weekend it's like forget about the Bengals and the you know, the Titans for a second. Got to get by Buffalo. If Buffalo plays because their defense has been so improved this year, if they play their best game against the Chiefs offensively and defensively, you know, they've got a really good chance to win. What the Chiefs can't do, they absolutely cannot come out and play on offense. Like they did tonight early on, Chiefs from the midway point of the second quarter on, great. But these slow starts, these these other teams, like I said in the pregame show, they've grown up a little bit, right? They're experienced now.
4: By the way, uh, the Chiefs and Bills line, as somebody mentioned in the chat, is opened. The Chiefs at home, only a two and a half point favorite.
3: Do you know the home team typically gets three points? I know yeah.
4: Vegas is saying the Bills are the better team.
3: Yeah.
2: I think that line will move. I think that'll move back to the Chiefs. I don't hate it. Yeah.
4: I don't hate it. I hope all week you have to listen to how, and listen, you know how I feel. Everybody knows how I feel about the Bills. I think the Bills are really, really good. Yeah. But as, as someone who's watched the Chiefs all these years and you all have as well, like the best thing that can happen for the Chiefs is, ha- is them listening to all week how there's no way they can win this game. I'd rather have Josh Allen than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. They're the better football team. Oh, this is it's it's, it's Buffalo's That is the it's it's all those years with New England with Brady. It's the same thing,
3: right? Dawson Knox or Travis Kelsey, oh, right? All no. that.
4: <laughs> the best thing in the world that can happen for Kansas City is all this stuff about how you. That is the best thing in the world for the Chiefs. Oh, they have no shot. They're going to get beat. Oh, they're 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 over there. Hit all that stuff. That was always – as someone who was impartial – because I, I honestly didn't have a feeling about the Pats one way or the other for like nine-tenths of their dynasty until the Chiefs got involved. That was always the kiss of death. Whenever some team would play New England in a playoff game, and you hear, like, I'll tell you what, Joe Flacco, he's on a heater. He's playing really well. You know, like, oh, my God, they're going to get beat by 50 points in this game. It just always was the way. So, as a Chiefs fan, like, by all means, gas Buffalo up to the hill. I hope – I hope you hear. I hope the line moves and the Bills are a ten-point favorite. Like just all of it, all of it. Bring it all on. I think it's. I think it's great for the Chiefs. It's a beautiful thing. I'm glad it's under three points.
2: Yeah, I do too because I want to put money on the Chiefs. Uh, Gaming bro says it was. It. I, I was at the game, baby. Let's go. Now get to listen on my way yeah. home. Love you guys. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Like the fact that some of you guys are in the stadium and then you hit your car and I know you're sitting in traffic right now because mm-hmm. you can't get out of the stadium. People are still partying. Uh, to the fact that you're popping on our, our show is uh, is pretty fucking rad, so appreciate you guys for that. Um,
3: <laughs> Wait, does Travis Kelsey now have the same amount of playoff touchdown passes as Derek Carr?
2: Oh oh no <laughs> oh no
3: <gasps>
2: I don't yes yeah, yeah that's that's rough, man. that's rough. I, lo- <laughs> I love that I love the tra- the fact that in this game. Travis Kelsey threw a touchdown pass, and Nick Allegretti caught a touchdown pass, and it was not the same play. The only way it could have been better was if Kelsey threw the touchdown pass to Allegretti. Um, I called it one of the great moments in, in, in offensive lineman history on Twitter, him throwing down TJ Watt like a ragdoll and then catching a touchdown pass. And did you guys see – I haven't seen an offensive lineman celebrate in like in such an excited manner since uh, since Eric Fisher did the stone cold beers on his head in the playoff game a couple years ago. It was awesome to see. Love a big man touchdown.
4: That game was after the first 20 minutes, which made me think there's enough places that are open that sell Clorox, right? Like I get, you know, <laughs> after that, I mean, oh my God. Everything about it was incredible. You know what in, in all situations, when you knew the game was over, at least I did. I always be for anybody else. When they went 80 yards in 30-some-odd seconds before half, you're like, yeah, this game's over. Like, he hit Kelsey for that, that what was it, 50 yards down the sideline? Yeah. Un- unbelievable. And I I thought, you know, look, one thing, too, it's got to be said, because I think we're over- looking at it a little bit. The Steelers are off offensively. We all know this. The Chiefs defense, until flat-out garbage time, was just unbelievable. I don't, I don't give a shit who you're playing, who's – they had 40 yards for two-and-a-half quarters. Yeah. 40 yards. The Chiefs treated the 50-yard line like it was the end zone. I mean, it was unbelievable. The Steelers couldn't do anything. And it wasn't like – it wasn't one of these deals where like Roethlisberger was just missing a bunch of wide-open guys. And it was just – it was a killing. I mean, it, and I, I will say, too, I was talking to the old man about this during the game, and i I'm curious your opinions. Gay and Bolton are the best tandem at linebacker they've had in a long time, man. Oh, yeah. Like, Gay gets to everything. Bolton is a hammer downhill – they're just, they're so good there we're forever. Even when they went to Super Bowl, they were never good at linebacker. And now it's like they got these two kids who are just phenomenal. Yeah. Gay, gay making the punch out on Harris to really, if there was any doubt at that point, end it right there. They were so good. I thought Ward was awesome. He had great coverage all night. Their pass rush was there. Even though they only had, I think, one sack, maybe it was two, they were all over, they too. They were all over Roethlisberger. They did a great job. Their defense was nails all night long until it was completely out of hand.
2: Yeah, touted rookie Najee Harris, twelve carries, twenty nine yards, two point four average. I mean, the Chiefs were like, "You're not running on us. You're not throwing. You're not throwing short passes on us." And Roethlisberger, despite the fact that he got a couple of garbage time drives, still only averaged four point nine yards per pass. I, <laughs> I mean, he was you know. Uh, no shit at halftime it was like 1.7 i think
3: it was was 1.7 or 1.3 we looked it up we were cracking up
4: Unbelievable! like i mean and it wasn't even like one of like i said it wasn't one of those things you're like oh he's missing open guy these could do anything couldn't get open they couldn't bring a tackle and either way i see so many people saying you know why? Why did Gay in the, uh, why did Neiman and the why didn't and then uh, play on third down and not Game Bolton? Guys, your guess is as good as mine. I,
3: I they, have no idea. Naked pictures of spags, I think, is the best logical <laughs> reason. I get
4: why Bolton. Yes, yeah, seriously, I get why Bolton doesn't play on third down. I have no idea why Willie Gay doesn't play on third down. But yeah. I got to tell you, I'm also in no mood to have that argument. I have no idea why. I don't. I don't care right now. They want a playoff game, and you know it's funny. We're all sitting here now, like almost like entitled clowns, in a sense, because it's like, oh god, well, of course they won this game. You know, like, we, but it wasn't that long ago, like five years ago, long ago, where them winning a playoff game felt impossible. I don't care who they were playing. Like I remember when they beat Brian Hoyer and the Texans. That was like an exorcism. It's Brian Hoyer. Yeah. It's Bill O'Brien, and yeah. I, that felt like the Super Bowl. I'll never forget watching Niall Davis run that kick return back in the opening playoff game. Nile Davis and being like. You gotta be Holy careful shit. dropping
2: names on us like that.
4: It is what it is. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, oh my God, like, are they actually gonna win a playoff game? Yeah. Like it was and now it's so commonplace with them. You know, like, yeah, of course, you know. I mean, what was it? The one thing Michelle Tafoya, the sideline reporter, does a great job for NBC. She was relaying that Kelsey was talking to her, I guess, before the game Basically, basically said something like, Yeah, if we don't go to the Super Bowl, it's just a failure. And I, I was saying to you know, the old old man, I said, God, like, can you imagine that sentence five years ago? I mean they yeah. never even sniffed a Super Bowl. They never got to an AFC title game, you know? Like ever. It was impossible. Now, I mean, it, look, if they lose to the Bills, it'd be really disappointing, but the Bills are a really good team. Like I, there's no shame in that. But you'd be like, "Man, what the, what the fuck happened? Like they didn't get to they didn't get to the AFC title game, they didn't get to the Super Bowl." Like it really it would feel stunning. Yeah. Whereas 5 years ago, it was like, "Of course they didn't." You know, like, right. "Of course they lost the game."
2: Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, I I want to c- c- call some shout-outs to some players here. I, I said I've been saying this as we've been heading into the playoffs, I really do think Nicole Harbin is going to be a huge, huge difference maker for this team the rest of the way. And you saw it tonight; they're making a, a they're making a point of trying to get him the ball. He had two carries for six yards, nothing special, um, but four receptions for forty three yards, and of course the punt return. I think he he's the kind of guy that can be the difference for this team in the next two rounds of making that key. You know, like the Dante Hall style. Like, remember when the Chiefs were playing the Colts in that game where nobody punted, and it looked like the Chiefs were out of, out of it. And then, they, right? And then Dante Hall returned that kick for a touchdown, and then they were back in it. Like that's McCole Hardman for the Chiefs in this playoffs. So for all the hate and all the crap he takes, I think he's going to have to fill that Sammy Watkins role. It's the same thing. Like Sammy Watkins didn't live up to expectations in the Super Bowl. Makes the play they had to have. Burns, Richard Sherman, and I think McCole Hardman could be that guy for the Chiefs. And of course, we got to talk about Jet McKinnon. I mean, should he start the next game? The Chiefs play? I know we've been saying yes. go with the hot hand. But yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. A
4: hundred percent. I, I got to say, we've had, I feel like this has been an ongoing debate for two years now about CEH. Uh, this is, this is honestly, it so doesn't even have to do with him really. Nail his ass to the bench. I, like if they if they sit McKinnon and Williams to play Edwards Alaire, I'm going to lose my mind. And not because not because I don't think Edwards Alaire can play. I think people are like overly over the you know, they're way over the top with him. But right now, McKinnon is a really really important part of what they're doing. Like yeah. he can block, he can catch, he's a he's a tough runner. And Williams has over a thousand scrimmage yards this year. You cannot bench those guys. So your first round pick can get 12 carries. I don't care. Right. You're in the playoffs. You're trying to win playoff games. This is this is no time to be like, well, you know, we got to make sure Clyde's involved. I mean, come on now. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Um, and by the way, to speak on the, on the topic of just how impressive this whole run is, I mean, how many playoff games now has Mahomes won? Is this number seven tonight? Is, is that what that this sounds is? sounds right. Yes, it's yeah. seven. So to bring on perspective, my father, I don't think would mind me saying to the crowd here, is uh, 61 years old tweets out. I remember Paul Wiggin, which if you also remember Paul Wiggin, you understand what the pain that could cause this. <laughs> Think about that. I survived fucking Paul Wiggin. This is nirvana. Yeah. So My father, who's pretty happy after the game, well, the, the point is, from nineteen starting 1970 to 1991, they didn't win a playoff game. And then won three playoff games in a three-year stretch and then didn't win one for 22 years. Don't ever Ever take this for granted? Yeah. What this team's doing right now?
2: Yeah, certainly won't. By the way, Andy Reid. If the Chiefs do make it to the Super Bowl and win it, he'll move into second place in the all-time playoff wins list for a coach, behind only Bill Belichick. Um, how about Big Red and what he's done since he got to Kansas City? Remember, I mean, we're all. Everyone's going to look back at this era, I think, and they're going to say, "Oh yeah, you know, the Chiefs. They they drive to Patrick Mahomes and they went on this incredible run." And they're going to forget that for years before that, Andy Reid was winning football games in Kansas City with Alex Smith.
3: Yeah, they were what, 2-14 and 14 before he got here? Yep. I mean, how absurd is it? And actually, me and Carm had this conversation beforehand. The quarterback... Can win you a Super Bowl, right? When it comes to winning Super Bowls, quarterbacks are more important. When it comes to making the playoffs, I would argue that coaches are more important. Hell, Bill Belichick has made the playoffs with fucking Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to playoffs, you need to have that quarterback. Andy Reid had Donovan McNabb, who was a very fine quarterback, right? Very fine, but was he ever a top three? quarterback no. in the nfl no. exactly no way that's top my point three, sure not top three and that's my point andy reed did a phenomenal job of getting the best at wherever he has been at getting the best of his quarterback he never had a top three guy until he got mahomes and that's when the real success started to happen andy Reid deserves so much credit for turning around this franchise when he came here at the time was it was the pits dude it was horrible oh, yeah, like I, I, Andy Reid stabilized, and I, I do want to say Alex Smith too, to an extent. They stabilized a floundering franchise when they needed it most. Oh yeah, that should... they were the Jets. Yeah, that. they were the Jets. They were. Yeah,
4: they were the Giants. They were the Jaguars. I mean, I don't want to get dark, but like, let's be serious. Twenty twelve, there was a lot of stuff that happened that year, on and of course off the field, tragically with Javon Belcher and 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 everything that went on with that, like. That is the lowest that franchise has ever been. Which, if you know the history of the Chiefs franchise, that's saying something. Yeah, I mean, they really had some dark, dark years on the field in the seventies and eighties. And Reed came in, and it didn't take a while. I mean, they were immediately the He won the first nine games he coached. They were nine and zero. They made the playoffs every year but one. They have had a winning record every year, even the playoffs. The playoff list year they had in twenty fourteen, they went nine and seven. Seven, yeah. Like, God, I mean, look, this don't ever take it for granted. Ever what this team is doing right now, these are the Halcyon days. Like I'm I'm 30 what the hell am I? 33 years old? <laughs> like I'll probably never see them this good again. Honestly. Like maybe they'll win our Super Bowl in my life. Man, hopefully, hopefully they win ten more of them. Yeah, so you can go take a piss. It's fine. Um <laughs> look I I uh get the old chat here on on the uh on the pod and we can see and you guys can. You ask me you take a piss, you can. <laughs>
2: He's got to, got to get a permission. He has to get permission, though.
4: It is what it is. But <laughs> you know what? It's just it's these are the you know you Patrick. You brought this up a couple days ago, actually, or maybe a podcast or two ago. That line in the office from, from was is it Andy? Says like you know you should know the good old days when you're in them. Yep, you're in them. You're in them. Yeah, like enjoy them because there's going to come a day where Travis Kelsey. The only time you see him is when he's banging the drum and Tyree Kill. They're they're putting him in the Hall of Fame and like there's going to come a day. When we're watching what the Steelers fans watch tonight, their great Hall of Fame quarterback playing his last game. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy every minute of it because it's fleeting and they're in the middle of it right now.
2: And hopefully that's about 25 years from now. Uh,
4: <laughs> God, God will.
2: How jacked up were you to see Priest Holmes banging the drum?
4: That was cool. Yeah. I was cool. I, uh, of course, love Priest. Who doesn't if you're a Chiefs fan? Um, they always seem to do pretty well. At the, I, I'll tell you, it didn't end up happening the way you wanted to, but I remember when, uh, they played the AFC title game against New England, and they had Clark Hunt bang the drum. Like <laughs> uh, I got like emotional when that happened.
2: Yeah, I was like, yeah. man,
4: like you know, it's all for the Lamar Hunt Trophy yeah. and everything else. Like I'll never forget. You know, I, I don't like like the memory lane or anything, but it. Um, I remember being at the Super Bowl covering it in the press presser in the press box when they had the you know they're playing the Niners and they're singing the anthem and the Jets are going overhead. You know, if you're looking around, you're like, this is it. Yeah, and it's it's been it's been awesome, and tonight. Yeah, you started out right, right? You got Priest Holmes banging the drum, and then everything goes to shit for about 20 minutes as they just can't execute. You are know, like is this is this really going to happen? Are we back to like the 90s where they, they just they completely crapped themselves? And then out of nowhere, it was like, nope, we're going to score 42 points in about a minute and a half. Yeah. And just, <laughs> yes. Okay, game's over. Uh, unbelievable. It reminded me of that Houston game a couple years ago. It they weren't really that did. point for nothing. Yeah. But that same just barrage of points. Like, oh
2: my God, this is incredible! Yeah, uh, we got some some ch- super chats to get to. Jaden, uh, how nervous are you guys for the Bills game? I'm nervous, man. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It doesn't mean I'm not confident in the Chiefs. I have utmost confidence in Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek, Kill, all those boys. But I'm nervous. The Bills are playing really well. They whipped our asses earlier this season. It is what it is. You, you can say the Chiefs weren't playing. What? Well. It doesn't matter. It happened. Killed right? Them. Killed, killed them. them. But all all the, all that matters is is next sunday night the chiefs show up and they play offense and that's going to be the big key i think for me is they've got to play offense crisply and not totally mistake free but nearly mistake free because the bills are going to score points they're playing with a ton of confidence right now i know that they've they've in the in, in the past that they've owned the bills but Throw all that out the window. That doesn't matter anymore. This is a different Bills team. They got a much better defense. The Chiefs can't afford to fool around. So yeah, I'm I'm personally nervous, but I'm never gonna I'm not gonna pick the Bills next week. I'm not gonna pick against Andy Reid and Mahomes when they're playing like this. If they're playing like they were, you know, earlier in the season, I might pick against them and then have to be sitting here dumping beer on my head again. But no, not right now. Not th- not after <laughs> what we just saw them do in three quarters against the COS Verder what about you? Are you nervous about the Bills game?
4: Oh hell yeah. I mean, come on. You're you're a liar or a dope if you're not at least at least concerned. Though, you know, I, I mean, yeah, of course. Look, it's a playoff game. Yeah. And the Bills are a really good team. The Bills aren't some fraud, some Johnny come lately. Like the Bills are really good. Now, they're the number one defense in a lot of different categories. Some of that's because they did play a, a pretty weak schedule. which I think even Bill's chance to tell you, but they are very good. It's not like this is some fraudulent team and they're healthy. They're as healthy as they've been all year long. Diggs is great. My biggest concern in this game is Allen running. They yeah. have got to keep his ass in the pocket. Now, it doesn't, well, listen, I don't want to make that sound like, oh, keep him in the pocket and he's trash. Like he's a great quarterback. He can beat you from the pocket too. You have to keep him in the pocket. You cannot have one of these games where he's running for 60 yards. and He's like Mahomes. He can beat you from the pocket, but he's most dangerous when he gets outside and he's extending the play And he, because he's like Mahomes in a sense, too. He's got a rocket for an arm. So that is my biggest concern. And, by the way, that should be where Willie Gay comes to the forefront. Willie Gay should never come off the field against the Bills. He should be out there on every play. And if Spaggs tells him, look, if nothing else, his ass doesn't run. Wherever he goes, that's what you do. You like, play zone coverage, whatever, take away the middle. But if he starts running, you vacate your zone. If he throws back behind you, fine. We'll, we'll tackle the guy. Don't let him run. Because to me, the, him running sets up everything else with the way they play. Because really, Diggs is great. They really don't have another receiver that like really scares you. Like They don't have a Kelsey and a Hill. Diggs is awesome, but other than that, like Beasley's not been great this year. Sanders has been hitting this. Davis has played better lately. You know, Knox is a great threat in the red zone, but hasn't you know, it's not like he has a thousand yards. You need you need to find a way to keep out of the pocket. And Alex, I agree they should hire me. Don't don't fire us back. Just yeah. bring me in as a consultant. Not even because I know shit. I don't but I'll take the check.
3: I actually want to say that I think Willie Gay Jr. would do a great job against Dawson Knox, especially in the red zone. Dawson Knox, as we've seen, has been an absolute red zone killer. I think Isaiah McKenzie has done a fine job stepping in uh, for Cole Beasley because Cole Beasley, you're right, has slacked off this year. Uh, I said slacked. And I think Isaiah McKenzie has done a good job of picking up that slack. Uh, I do want to say, though, Uh, Since you mentioned scoring points, I believe Matt Connor owes all of us some bourbon uh, or some scotch. He does. Uh, Scoring points. Raiders scored over three points, and we all deserve that. I am nervous about the Bills game because the Bills, like I said, going into this, they were the second best team in the AFC. When you have a quarterback like Josh Allen, when you have the weapons and the high-end talent on defense, especially in the secondary like Justin Poyer, uh, Micah Hyde, that can lead to some big plays happening. Uh, We saw, for example, T.J. Watt for the Steelers. When you have big-time players on the defensive side of the ball, eventually they'll get their name called. Do I think the Chiefs win? Yes. But the Bills are, I think, the scariest team outside of Kansas City in the AFC.
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, By the way, a couple notes. One, everybody knows uh, Chris Jones had a thing with his eye. Uh, It was tweeted out, his helmet hit his eye, but he's okay. And I got that. That was from uh, Todd Palmer. So that was tweeted out. So it sounds like Chris Jones is okay. That's good news. Also, James Palmer tweeted out that Ben Roethlisberger's final comments about his next chapter coming to come in his life, he's going to go home and play in the snow with his kids. Have fun, Ben. See you later. Enjoy the dusty trail. Great career. Enjoy your time with your family. Don't want to see you playing in the NFL ever again.
4: (laughs) I prefer to see him. I hope they bring him back. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, well, that's a good
2: point. That's a good point. Yeah.
4: By the way, because I've seen people asking, and you kind of mentioned to Patrick, uh, Reed did not mention any injuries after the game. Mm -hmm. So it appears they are fully healthy coming out of that. We'll see what happens with Rashad Fenton. I'll try to do a little work there and see exactly what's what. And from there... You know, he should be pretty healthy. I mean, really, looks no, no offense to CEH. For him personally, I hope he comes back and he's healthy. But I don't think it really impacts the Chiefs one way or the other. So you hope Fenton's back. They're going to need Fenton next week because Hughes is hit and miss. Fenton's a better player. So need him back. Other than that, they're healthy. Like There's, there's no excuses. They're healthy. The Bills are healthy. That is going to be one hell of a football game. That is going to be a really, really good football game. I, I can't wait.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from Adam Teicher on Twitter, Patrick Mahomes said the chiefs lack some energy on offense at the start of the game. Quote Mahomes said, we were all, uh, we were all pissed off at ourselves. Well, yeah, you, you should have been just, um, bad, bad start to the game, but look good. You got it out of your system, playoff jitters, whatever you want to call it, go out there and execute against Buffalo early next week. Um, Edrick says, uh, and appreciate you, Edrick. Buffalo will remember last season's AFC Championship. They have built their season to beat us. We beat them. We beat anyone. Let's fucking go. I I agree. It's, I think that's a really astute point. Like, they want this game bad. We kept them out of the Super Bowl last year, and they're a very good team. If the Chiefs can go out there and beat the Bills, how can you not feel confident about their chances going up against Cincinnati or the Titans? that you know the, the Chiefs have a, an incredibly talented team but what they haven't done this year is they struggled against their AFC foes so it's like now it's time to go in what i was calling the revenge tour exercise your demon tour whatever you want to call it they take care of buffalo and then they're going to they're going to get to beat another team that beat them this year to go to the super bowl so you know i think you can't ask for much more than that if you're the chiefs especially after the way they started
4: it's going to be uh I've said it already twice. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but it's just going to be a really good football game. Like the, the Bills, the Bills are a lot like the Chiefs, you know, in a lot of ways. I mean, they get really good head coach, excellent coordinators. All all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you start looking at okay, you know, who's got the better quarterback? Look, I would of course take Mahomes, but Allen's tremendous. The one thing with Allen that is interesting is he does have a lot of games where he doesn't play well. Like, that, that is the one difference between him and Mahomes. Mahomes really rarely has a game where he doesn't play well. Like He may make a mistake here, but, like, very rarely do you look up Mahomes as 8 of 20 for 100. I mean, that just doesn't happen with him. Where Allen, it happens a lot. Now, Allen's a great player and certainly can win this game. And, and it, But I think it's the rare game where, you know, you look at it and both teams have, like, revenge on their mind. Buffalo, yeah, you beat him in week five. You lost the AC title game, and he got embarrassed in it you really did. On the flip side, the Chiefs got pummeled on national television in week 5. Like they're going to want to go out and have some revenge in this game. So it's it's kind of just a funny game in that regard. Like both teams are going to come out like, "Yeah, we want revenge." Or, no, no, we want revenge. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be a really interesting football game, and I am I'm am very excited to see it. You're going to know the whole playoff picture for our game kicks 5:30 central time on Sunday. You're going to know Everything else is going to be lined up.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, great quote from, uh, I saw this on Twitter from our friends at Sports Radio 810. Andy Reid on Jarek McKinnon. He gives you all kinds of confidence just by the way he handles himself. He felt like he gets in there. If he got in there, he'd do a good job. Mahomes also said of McKinnon, I've seen it from training camp on. He's a playmaker. Ads, he's kept his mind mindset right. He just kept working hard. Yeah, I don't think we have much more to say. Look, we're going we're gonna to set the schedule for next week, probably tomorrow. It's Martin Luther King Day. Some of us have the day off. And uh, we'll set the schedule for next week. It'll probably look something similar to what you saw this week. And then we'll be here for for the Chiefs-Bills game. I've, I, I, I do have to apologize, though. I will not be here for the Chiefs-Bills game because I will be in Arrowhead Stadium screaming my head off for the Kansas City Chiefs. I ponied up. I bought some tickets a couple weeks ago, so I'm going to be there at the game. But these guys got you, um, Sterling, Burtaram, Matt Connor. Maybe Karma comes back, and who knows what kind of get old, get weird. But if I can,
3: are you going to come by my crib in pregame at least? Like, come oh, on,
2: yeah, dude. I'll, we got we, the, yeah, We're going to we link got up.
3: The, the the liquor cabinet, aka the bar cart, and then we got yeah. the old school beer Ooh. fridge down here. Come on, oh, we're
2: going to link up. Swing I'm, by. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, uh, I'm actually, I'm flying in on Friday. So I'm going to be there all weekend. So we're going to have to go out to, to KC beer as well. Hi, so Godzo, my man, I sold out. I'm going to the game. That's the most fan thing you can do. I, I will say though, I, I love doing this podcast so much. I had legit, like, I had legit guilt about it. I was like, well, if I go to the game, I won't be able to do the podcast. And like, you know, so that's how much fun we have doing this, uh doing this podcast for you. Is that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go to games in pairs from now on. So that there's always two two men left behind to do the pod. Um Quentin Wacker says, uh, you guys make game day fun. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. All the super chats. You guys are the best. Before we get out of here, any final thoughts from from Sterling or Verteram? That was what they should have done.
4: They pummeled Pittsburgh. Slow start, but they pummeled them. And I think for the Chiefs, no matter what unit you are, you're walking away with that game feeling very confident. And if you're the Bills, I said it earlier today, I meant it. I thought that was the best football game I've ever seen a football team play. Yeah. You are going to have two very good football teams play on Sunday night. The Bills are going to give the Chiefs everything they can handle, and the Chiefs are going to give them everything they can handle. I Look, I like the Chiefs' chances. They're at home. And I really do think, just knowing the way all this stuff works, you're gonna hear all week long. And Jaden, I, am sorry, I didn't see your question, but if you could repeat it, I'd, I'd try to answer it for you. Does Priest um, ha-
3: Priest Holmes deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so, but he, he, but he's all he's a
4: Chiefs Hall of Famer all day. He just didn't do it for long enough, in my opinion. Um, but he was a great player. Yeah, uh, I believe I have his jersey somewhere up in my closet. But so no, smooth. what I was gonna say was, I, uh, I like, I think all week you're gonna hear. About how the Bills, it's their time. Hey, maybe it is. Maybe it is. But if you know anything about this Chiefs team, they're going to spend all week telling you that they don't care, just like they spent all week telling you that the Raiders bus tour didn't bother them. And then after they beat the Raiders, they played Wills on the bus. <laughs> and then after the game, talked obnoxiously about how much it pissed them off and they wanted to just kill them in their rematch. All right. The Chiefs, I will, I will say this, much: they may win, they may lose. They will be ready for that football game. They will be fully engaged in a way that I don't know that they happen all year from a mental standpoint.
3: Sterling? I will say first to Jaden's question I think Jamal Charles deserves it before Priest Holmes, even though I have a Priest Holmes jersey and my last name is Holmes. I used to try to tell kids in middle school that he was like my uncle because I thought it was pretty (laughs) sweet. I was like, Priest Holmes, hell yeah. That guy's a badass. Uh, but yeah, I think Jamal Charles before Priest, although Priest does have some interesting analytical numbers that would support his case. Man, final thoughts: Chiefs just destroyed the Steelers. I love seeing them send Big Ben out on that type of note. They got to take next week seriously. The Bills is going to be basically, in my opinion, same with with third Rams the AFC championship game. You got to contain Allen when it comes to running the ball. Devin Singletary is shifty, but they've not done a good job running the ball at all this season. Zach Moss has done nothing. Honestly, the only way they've been able to run the football is with Josh Allen. That to me, a lot of Willie Gay Jr. I want to see Willie Gay Jr. as much as possible. That to me is the X factor in this game. Uh, I think it'll be close, but the Chiefs being at home and I think Mahomes will have less mistakes. We've seen Josh Allen look like he's dropped uh, acid and shrooms at the same time before. (laughs) If Spags can do something different to confuse him, I think he can. Uh yeah absolutely. Um, it, the Bills have been running
2: the ball a little bit better recently, so you got to watch out for that. Singletary's been coming on. Um, Justin Rose, our guy. Thanks for the super chat. The Chiefs Bills game is what football is all about. Bring them on. Don't forget to enjoy this. That is the absolute right advice. Be nervous about the Bills game. You've got all like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to be nervous about the Bills game for the next couple of days. Just enjoy the fact that playoff wins are now the normal thing to happen for the Chiefs after years and years of just playoff if they got to the playoff heart they it was gonna be heartbreak. The Chiefs choke, they always choke. And I think uh I saw gonzo what section are you sitting in Pat? I think I'm in 323. I've got an aisle in there. Um I'm sitting with the people. No club level stuff. Sitting with my people. Uh I hope I get to meet some of you while I'm out in Kansas City. Dude what? <laughs> I'm, the the people, oh,
4: I'm a man of the people, Stanley. I'm a man oh, of the
2: people. I, I'm just I drink over KCB. here. That's right. That's right. I'm a man of the people. Plus, I couldn't afford the club level seats. Uh, so,
3: no one can.
2: Come no, on no, now. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> um, listen, you guys have been the absolute best. Thank you for – I know not everybody, but I know some of you sat here for four hours and 40 minutes from pregame the halftime show to the postgame show – and supported our podcast, you're the absolute best. I gotta give one last thank you to Casey Beer Co. Um, if you can't tell, we like just like the Chiefs. If 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 we got your back, if you're if you're on Team Arrowhead Attic podcast, we got your back. Casey Beer Co is absolutely fantastic. If you get some or you have some, snap a picture of you drinking it, tag them on Twitter, let them know that you heard about it on the Arrowhead Addict Podcast and you love right. the beer. Um, that would be the best thing that you could do to help us and support us. And, of course, all of you who send in super chats, all of you who subscribe, you're absolutely fantastic. We are going to get some damn sleep because it's been a long night, but we appreciate you. I'm going to drink some more Casey beer. Uh, for Sterling Holmes.
4: My, yeah. Verderham's going to be up
2: till 3 a.m. Watching, oh, watching old easy, highlights easy, of, of yeah. Joe Montana yeah. playing for the Chiefs and writing his call. For, for, for Sterling Holmes, for Matt Verderham, for Mark Carman, for Matt Connor, my name is Patrick Allen. We will see you later this week. Keep an eye on the Twitters for the details, but uh, appreciate your support tonight. And as always, go Chiefs!